Tiger's got 152 yards. Should be just a nice, comfortable nine iron for him. They're gonna go nuts when he hits this thing. <laughs> Episode 19, boys. 19. Episode 19 of the Bogey Boys Back Nine Podcast. This is Blake Ross. Boy Rob. And James. Memorial Day weekend's coming up, boys. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Anybody golf in the past week, week and a half, ever since A-Town? No. No. But uh, little birdie told me that somebody got some practice in, James. Yep. <laughs> Good enough. I did I'll, like two hours at the range, yeah. I, I want to hear about the practice. W- what happened? I was just itching to like chip and putt. Like I had this like, because I'm not, I'm because I'm done with these irons and I got new ones in the way. I'm like, I don't really want to hit those. And so I was like, you know what? I'm just, I'm just dying to chip and work on that and putt. So I went chipped for maybe like an hour, hour and 15 and then putt for like 45 minutes. It felt great. It was awesome. Did you have any, um, strategy for your practice or you just, just, picked spots and just try to make it in the hole or chipping i was working focusing on like contact and stuff like that like kind of experimenting with opening the face and angling my feet the opposite way you know like generally you're trying to aim the the face towards the pin and your legs would offset that so that that's if you're going this way yeah anyways but focusing on that and then like kind of at the end i was literally like an iron stroke i wasn't moving my head at all and I was locking my elbows the whole time, like just like an iron stroke. And it was great. It's fun. Hell yeah! What Working about on like release and how how much rollout and stuff. Yeah. Did you experiment with using like your lower lofted wedges? Yeah. Well, right away because I'm thinking about buying new wedges soon, so I wanted to experiment. My 54 is a like a 12 degree bounce, mm-hmm. and my 58, which I used to chip mostly, is like a six. Interesting. So I'm accustomed to low bounce chipping. Almost always I use my 58. So I wanted to experiment, like, what does more bounce feel like? Obviously, it's more forgiving generally, especially, like, the harder the lie, the, like, the firmer. I find it easier with with more bounce, but I wasn't liking the release. Obviously, less loft means more release. It's supposed to be the opposite, though. If the grass is fluffier, then... Having more bounce is typically more beneficial, but if you're on like a super, super firm, tight lie, mm-hmm. less bounce is typically easier. Yeah, I don't know. Because the leading edge is closer to the ground mm-hmm. and you have less bounce. I feel like when I have almost no bounce and I have a hard lie, yeah. the chance of me bearing it is much higher. So I always think that like the bounce will pull me up off the ground just a little bit and allow me to ride against the ground rather than like digging into it. Yeah. I mean, it's depends. situational. You can yeah. definitely use either one. I mean, um, but that's interesting because I was I was watching videos on YouTube recently about just like how to practice more efficiently. And dude, and I know that Kelby talked about this on the pod, but I, I think I want to get a mirror. I think I want to get a putting mirror. Oh, the one you look down at? You like put it on the ground? Yeah, it's just it's just purely for alignment reasons. Just like lining up in the same spot every time. I think that that would be beneficial. Can't hurt. I don't yeah. see why not. Yeah. 
you know me, I love my <laughs> training aids. That you never use. <laughs> very true. I never <laughs> use. Uh, to be fair, I have, okay, no, technically I do have two training aids. That's kind of embarrassing. But yeah, I think I want to get a mirror, maybe a gate. Gate's not super necessary because you can use T's, but mm-hmm. I think I want to get a mirror. But anyways, yeah, no, the gentleman I was watching, I forget, I forget his name, but he just said that he does fifty putts from like he just finds a straight putt, does it, he gets sets down his mirror to find a straight putt, maybe like six seven feet, and he just works on his eye position and just does fifty putts, makes fifty putts, and then he works on shoulder alignment. So he like moves the mirror out of the way, but then he lines up his shoulders to make sure his shoulders are going towards the target makes like i forget what the number was but so he just starts off with putting and then he does like a distance control drill where it's like he puts he'll just go from random areas of the green and he'll put like a t maybe like i don't know i I forget how far back his t was but for us i think if we put it like if we were doing like a far lag putt i mean anything within like three feet i think would be solid but he just he'll just take two balls and just like try and get this he'll just go to a random spot pick the speed and like try and get the speed right by the second one hmm and then he just he just spent the rest of the time just uh doing chipping like he just he would put down a couple ball he would just give himself different lies and just practice and then he would he did like another 15 minutes in the bunker i mean he, the whole concept behind it was that it was only an hour that was it yeah nice it's good to have a plan though like yeah. that's Rather than just digging around like we joked about one time you know just a large bucket like <laughs> smacking them and then leaving yeah. it's like yeah having you know that one hour of like whether it's 25 minutes putting, 25 minutes chipping, and then 10 minutes in the bunker or something. Yeah. It's better than nothing. The only thing that I'm noticing is that, do you guys know of any places where you can chip for free? Like, they have, like, a bunker and, like, a chipping green that you could use for free? Carlsbad Golf Center. <laughs> Carlsbad Golf Center? That's where I practice, yeah. Oh, that's where you... Okay, mm-hmm. I see. Well, yeah, unfortunately. Chipping is just... It's just a green that you can also chip onto. Yeah. So that's it. Well, what about... Does it have a bunker? I guess you'd have to rent balls because it's the bunker is like you're off to the side of the range, but you're hitting out of a bunker onto like, you know, they put like a little island out there of like a goal. Ah. So, I mean, yeah, I guess you'd have to rent buckets, but there's no other premium besides renting balls, a bucket of balls. Rancho San Joaquin. They have a bunker? They have I don't a, know if I don't know there was a bunker. I remember we were there that we one night. There, yeah. We were just chipping. Yeah. It is not, there. Like, we didn't hit all the bunkers or anything Like you could have. I didn't. But we were just like, oh, let's hit from here or chip from here. Let's see how close we can get it mm. to this pin placement. I see. The only drill I can think of that I do is, like, either putting from far away and trying to get it in two. Yeah. Or, like, chipping onto the green and trying to one putt. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Whether, yeah, just trying to get it close with the chip and then. You know, less than six feet and hope, and then putting that in. I think the up and down drill is like a solid one to do. Could it like be just, more realistic? I mean, that's like like you could do that for like an hour and just like not get bored of it. You just give yourself different up and down opportunities and just try and make as many as you can. Go for see, a far pin. Go for a really close pin and try and get start with like twenty. See how many you make and then try and beat your record every time. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be sweet. Fun. Yeah. No, I wanna. I wanna. I was going to practice this week, but man, I mean, it's been so, so hot outside. I'm like, every time I step outside, I'm like, nope, not today. Mm -hmm. Like no shot. So, but I will get back out there and I will start practicing more efficiently and prop. It will involve me doing more short game stuff because yeah, I mean the, the long stuff, it's like, yeah, like, you know, 
you could always do a, I mean I'm down to do a small bucket but yeah the days of me just beating a large bucket to death just no it's just not, not I stopped happen. doing that a while ago just because I know my last 20 balls are dog shit dog water because I get tired <laughs> and I get lazy and I can tell that like my contact just goes way down and yeah. I'm just hitting dog shit and I'm like what's the <laughs> point like me hitting a small bucket twice a week is like way more valuable than me hitting a large bucket once a week. I'm going to get more out of it. Yeah. Hitting 30 iron shots slash wedge shots and then like 15 driver hybrid three wood. That's yeah. probably going to be the best for me is doing that. Absolutely. No, I couldn't agree more. Definitely want to start taking the practice a little bit more serious. I mean, it's kind of the off season. We got winter around the fall, fall, winter right around the corner. So, but I mean, so I think it's a good time to practice. Good time to practice. Absolutely. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Rob? You been thinking about golf? Yeah. Really? <laughs> <laughs> After a time where you just like exhausted, you're just like, ah, oh, I can't. I can't right now. No, I mean, I'd love to play. I more. see. I guess, yeah. You'd love to play more. Yeah. Have you had a chance to take the kids out with the with their golf clubs? I've taken them to the range. Once or twice. Do they like it? Yeah. <laughs> it's a struggle. It's a struggle. It's a struggle taking them. I mean, James has seen it. Like, <laughs> it's. I'm sure it's just a pain in the ass. Like, because it's basically two boys fighting over clubs. Yeah. And like, I want that one. No, yeah. I want that one. <laughs> That's basically. Like, <laughs> it's yeah. They're just so distracted. <laughs> I could see how that could be frustrating. It seems sure. like it would be difficult to like take them to Lake Forest and like. Okay, we're gonna tee off here, yeah. and we're gonna hit this way, and like, <laughs> like I mean, like they'll not impossible. They'll play with like the little plastic, like the plastic, like the practice balls, in like the front yard and stuff. Yeah, but like, and they're like, "Daddy, we're better than you." Yeah, <laughs> Dad, you're trash. <laughs> but get good, kid. <laughs> I don't know. It's hard at the age that they're like taking both of them, mm-hmm. and like trying to teach them like don't go behind someone while they're swinging because the last thing I need is. Yeah, I'll take a club to the face, and I'm like, oh fuck! I'm like, All right, let's go to the hospital and deal with it. <laughs> yeah, I see. It's a struggle. Yeah, it's a struggle. It's a struggle. Cause yeah, no, I mean, um, we don't have any. I have an upcoming tea time. I have an upcoming tea time this Friday, Dos Lagos. Cause I was, I certainly wasn't gonna golf anytime early in the week, cause it's way too hot. But mm-hmm. Friday it will start to cool off. So, and Saturday is is even gonna be even cooler than Friday. So it's not going to be unbearable. So I was like, okay, like I snuck in around at least for Friday. You know, James, I know we we all were talking, but like, you know, let's try and get something going for Saturday. That'd be sick. That'd be sick. Labor Day weekend. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's times there's, they're there. I mean, I saw a few of them definitely book something. We got, you know, the boogie boys got to get back out there. Come the par boys. <clears throat> Huh? three weeks for the stealth irons to come in what uh what wedges were you considering vokies you want to get vokies any particular reason i want that spin dude just as i was thinking about yesterday when i was hitting like my 58 you know low bounce 58 cleveland i want i like when i chip i want to be aggressive i want to like I don't want to have to like feel it and just feel slow. I want to like want to hit the ball in the air and like have it sit. Cause that allows me to be more aggressive. Whereas like a bump and run is the exact opposite of like, it's very much about touch 
and you have a ton of release. Release mm-hmm. is hard to like account for, at least for me. Whereas like if you can have it sit and roll just a foot every mm-hmm. time would be like way more predictable in yeah. my opinion. So I want something, I want more spin. Okay. And I think that Vokies are generally historically the best. I, I do think that they are probably the best wedges, but I have a question. Why don't you just play the spinniest ball? Or more spinny V1 ball? X's, I've had a lot of, I love V1 X around the green. It's fucking amazing. Do I want to hit that off the tee? Not really. I see. <laughs> so, so it's like a balance of like, definitely when I when I chip around with a V1X, like it sits a lot better. It'll it, be it'll be very interesting if you do end up getting some Vokies. You should not give up the Clevelands yet, and we should go to no Vokies, and we should see what has better spin. Which ball? Oh, which wedge has better yeah. spin? Then I have to have both wedges. No, I know. That's what I'm saying. Don't mm-hmm. give up the. Oh, Cleveland. I see what you're saying. What is a good in-between ball that you think could help? Generally, like the 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 least spinny ball is the Red Bridgestone, the mm-hmm. BRX. ERC softs are super low spin. The other end is V1Xs. V1s are also super spinny. TP5s. Something in between a TP5X is pretty balanced. That's one of the better balls. It's kind of in between. Yeah. A regular V1 is great. It's kind of like the overall best pick. Okay. But again, I'm trying to like get the low spin off the driver and the high ass yeah. spin on the green. Cuz I I want to be able to swing hard at a chip. I want to like I think you should just play a low sp- I mean, you already kind of have a Do you have a low spin setup on your driver? I'm a low spin player as it is. Mm. Remember when I was hitting like the Callaway Rogues like Yeah. Flight trajectory my trajectory is always low. Yeah. And I hit a draw, so it's like exacerbated of like even lower. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. So that's tough. Interesting. Yeah, no, I I feel like a low spin driver setup and a and whatever. I mean, you can get Vokies or the Cleveland wedges, but I mm-hmm. think I think that you should just play a, a V1X. I think that's I the, lo- it's I, really fun. Around yeah. the, like a chip in wedges is really fun because yeah. it doesn't it just sits in and poor dude, grit. That ball, I don't I mean, Rob, I don't know if you've had the same feeling too, but that ball feels like a rock. Like it, it V1Xs? Feels, they feel like it feels like you're hitting a rock. It's clicky. And when you're putting, it has that like, which I do not like. Yeah. It, it feels like heavy. <laughs> it's a rock. It feels like heavy. I a don't regular know V1 is. is like the best balance in the world. Yeah. Like a V1X is click. It's on a compression of like zero to 100. It's like a 98 or something like Like as hard as it can possibly be. Yeah. Which in general, again, I remember I went on a big deep dive about, about golf balls and stuff. <laughs> like the yeah. harder the ball is generally, the more spin it's going to have. Yeah, there's a pretty amazing like positive like, correlation between like soft ERC soft and all these. If it has soft in the name, it's probably going to be low spin. Yeah, for whatever reason, hard ass balls with a hard cover and stuff like that tend to grip better. There's a correlation between the two. So if it feels like shit on like a chip shot, it's probably <laughs> going to spin if you hit it really hard. Yeah, but but when you're putting it and it has that rock feeling doesn't feel that good (laughs) i feel like it's i don't know i can't i i don't think we're at the skill level to where the ball would make a difference putting but i wonder if we did a dive on just like the feel alone on putts like if the v1 feels like you have better the the x feels like you have more better speed control i definitely don't know if i could tell that i can feel it in my hands 
the recoil, if you will, of like yeah. a super softball just bounces right off. Right. And it, and then at at extremes, like a driver, a V1X off the driver feels much harder than like a super softball. Dude, the V1X off the driver, yeah, it feels like you're hitting a rock. It's a rock. It feels like you're hitting a rock. I, I definitely... <laughs> yeah. Do you know that's why you cracked your three wood? Dude, I, I, don't I don't know. know. You've ever played a V1X. You're a V1 guy, though. I I was playing V1Xs really? for a little bit. Yeah, I was. I don't think I, you need to. No, yeah. I I I like I I found my ball. I'm I'm not gonna switch it. I mean, I do like I've had a lot of success with the Pro V1. I just think it's very balanced, and I I don't know. It, part of it is just because I'm a bad chipper, but I've even noticed sometimes where, I mean, James, maybe you'll remember this, but I was I remember I was playing Pro V1s when we played Goat Hill. Do you remember? It was, it was eleven, where it was eleven at Goat Hill. It's a par three, so remember ten. Okay, I'm gonna map this out for you. Ten, you put your slides on. It, the downhill one. Yes. Oh, ten, you put the slides 11. on. It's a par three. A par three. It's a, a force carry. And you, of? yeah. It, well, I don't think it's a force carry, I but it's in. like a yeah, exa- exactly, exactly. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So now we're on the same page. So I was in the same. Oh, maybe it wasn't eleven. I missed the green, and then I chipped no, over the green. I, I have I the whole out. wrong. I have the whole wrong. It wasn't eleven. It was a uh, thirteen. But for me, but yes, no. At least we're on the same page here because after eleven is the par four that's like dog leg left, where you have to navigate the trees on your left. You have to hit it right, and then you the green opens up on your left. I don't remember. But then you kind of go up the hill a little bit, and then there's another par three. And I was um I was long. Okay. I was long and I had this I had all of this green to work with and I chipped and for whatever reason I I chipped it like 8 yards but it, it it's like the weirdest thing where it just sat mm-hmm. like even though it had like this very low trajectory and it just sat it's like I find I still get like a, do like a one hop and then sit yeah almost like yeah just a one hop and sit but it was so weird cuz it was such a short chip and you're like how did I get that much spin yeah. on it did you open the face a lot, or was it just like a standard? I wasn't trying to. I was trying to bump it down because I had all of this green to work with, and the pin was in the front, and I was on mm-hmm. over on the mm-hmm. back. But I like. I'd want to know that every time that I can that it's gonna sit, because then it allows me to chip more aggressively. Yeah. To like go for the pin or go, you know, two feet before the pin and try and go for that. Yeah. To me, that's more fun than like <laughs> releasing it, you know, 10, 15 feet before. Yeah. That takes Whoa. much more feel, if you will, I guess. I don't, yeah. I don't know. In my opinion. No, I, I I agree. I feel like with chipping, though, it's like you kind of want to get the ball on the ground as fast as possible. Not me. You, you don't feel that way. <laughs> no, I like to chip. I or love a flop like, shot kind of grip. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what up that phase? <laughs> don't get me wrong. Like over like, it depends, of course. Yeah. If you're going downhill or something or like, You've got fringe right near you. Uh, it all depends. Yeah. But. I guess what I was trying to say is that like I feel like I don't need more spin, so that's why I switched the the V one. I just think it feels better and it's just super balanced. Like I, I feel like I can't. It does everything I need it to do. It does. It is the perfect. Yeah. Ba- there's a reason why it's the. <laughs> yeah. It's the best ball of all time. I mean, I don't know. Had a lot of success with it over the weekend in the Tascadero. I mean, Hunter Ranch and lose a ball. So, I mean, a little of that is just skill. You know, this was skill. But, okay. <laughs> but um, I mean, you didn't lose it. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. But um. anyways, with that being said, I was wondering if you were going to maybe switch back to a more spinnier ball, but it doesn't sound like that's something you're well, considering. I'll wait for the irons to come in. I'll yeah. see what goes on with the numbers mm-hmm. with the irons. Yeah. I'll try the red bridge stones. I'll try the V1Xs. I'll try something in between and see what's going on. Because if, if I still lose a club on those, which I'm not expecting to... 
I think I'll go exactly back to my numbers that they were before. Yeah. Because I lost a club with the 790s, at least one club. Yeah. It's crazy how much spin. The amount of times I'd hit it and I'd be like, that's going on the green. <laughs> No, Just not. to watch it 15 yards, like land 15 yards short of the green. I'm like, but what I mean, the fuck is that? That could, that could also just be you hitting it into like a one pocket. Every time? Yeah. I appreciate your, I mean, <laughs> you being nice. There's times where I smack a club that I know can get that distance. And it's just like, why did that just stop land like 30 feet short or 30 yards short? Mm-hmm. Like I should be on with that club. Could you imagine if Rob hit a low draw? Dude, you would hit no. absolute Nagasaki's every time. You're very high spin. You have a high club head speed and a high spin and you hit a fade. Those three things issues all add to high spin. It adds to your apex being like 140 <laughs> feet. Then <laughs> it falls out. Jiggle, of the, 30 and degrees. it falls out of the sky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not a lot of rollout. It, it, it no descends roll. like a helicopter. <laughs> Good times. We'll see. Good we'll times. go to no bogeys when the when the stealths come in. Yeah, get yeah. Do a range sesh. Get a feel for the get club, and then we'll hit no bogey, and you'll try the different balls and see what the numbers show. If the numbers are different or whatever. I'm sure I'll is. get a club back. It's just like, am I willing to go back to the V1X for the? Because then you have to factor in off the tee too. Yeah, the driver spin. Yeah. I don't know. I think I think when you, I think you're starting to get a little bit more dialed. With the driver, and I think that if you get, if you start hitting more fairways with that, or just being like in play a lot more, I think that you would want to switch back to the spinnier ball. I really mm-hmm. do, even if it meant you lost a few yards off the tee, because I don't think it's going to be a lot. It's still a high quality ball; it still will go far. Mm-hmm. Like if we if you did like a distance or compression, whatever you want to call it, on the V1X, I still would imagine it's pretty high up there. Eighty seven, eighty eight. Yeah. I think, yeah. The BRX, the red one, is like 60. It's really low. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. 60 or 70. Very you interesting. Have to, you have, once you're getting into all this stuff, you have to play the higher, the more expensive balls. Like, if you really yeah. want these numbers out of it, you can't play any of the two-layer distance plus soft feels. No. What's fun? <laughs> <laughs> now, they're Shots great if fired. you want really low spin. But if you want, like... You know, it's really hard to have a ball that you know they all claim like low spin off the driver, high spin off the yeah off the the wedges. Like they all say that, but it's yeah. not true. Yeah. There has to be a a balance in between. But once you spend more money, like because of all those layers, like TP five has five fucking layers. The harder you compress it, the like less spin it has. Whereas the mm. the you know if you're hitting driver, it's probably going 100, 105 miles an hour. So it's going to compress differently than if you hit it with a wedge, a chip. Yeah, you're hitting it way slower. It's going to compress differently. So all those layers allow it to react differently to club head speed. Whereas like a two layer ball is essentially one dimensional, right? It only has it's going to react the same. Yeah, but that's what you pay for with all those layers. I see. The the V1 and the V1X are four layers. Mm. TP5 five layers. You know a lot about balls. <laughs> Ball hog. Ball me blazer. All right. So given. You know, my driver woes. <laughs> yeah. And you need to get you, fit, and, and young you man. you guys seen me. <laughs> you need to get fit. <laughs> you just get, wanted <laughs> to tell the story about and, how they <laughs> wouldn't sell him a club. <laughs> and then you guys see me play in a Tascadero or recently. In your guys' eyes, how has my driver been? Has it improved? Has it stayed the same? Like, I want to know. I want feedback. 
I th- you want to hear my feedback? Yeah, sure. Yeah, I you think, go first, James. I think you are learning to play what you do. If that, like, you're playing okay. what the Lord has given you. If that makes <laughs> Amen, sense, Amen, brother. <laughs> kind of a heavy fade at best, yeah, and a slice at the worst. And so that's good. However, like long term, I do think you need to change your swing. Okay, you need to come less over the top. So maybe a lesson, okay. but. Doing that and then getting fit, correcting your path and then getting a new driver would make a big difference yeah. for sure. Getting especially a correct flex. Yeah. Would make a difference. That's, that's what I'm thinking. I think you're playing what you've got and you're doing better job at hitting more of a big fade rather than like a mega slice. Yeah. yeah. But it's a little bit of a band-aid solution to the long term of neutralizing your path. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, there's no denying in in my mind that you are... At least over the course of a task at era, I mean, you, you were very accurate compared to where I've seen you in the past. Yeah. Very, very, a- very accurate. Improved, so, for sure. I mean, could that be a factor of it's It's almost like the uh, when you spend more hours on it and you're in rhythm and you're golfing a lot, it's like you, you find that spot where you can make good contact and you have more quality shots. But there was a lot of quality shots out of you from the D6. Okay. No doubt about it. So, yeah, I mean, to James's point, yeah, I mean, you you know what your swing is and you found a good spot for it and you were hitting it straight. I mean, which in my opinion, like you can play golf, you can have fun when you're hitting it straight. Yeah. For sure. But I mean, if I know you how I know you, it's like you 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 know that you can hit Nagasaki's. We've told you you can hit Nagasaki's. We know that your potential is so much more. But yeah, I mean, to again, to James's point, it's it's a path. It's a it's a path thing. And just being like an over the top out to in with like an open club face, like yeah, you're gonna continue to hit the high, the high fades, and if you, in my opinion, you kind of have you have a ceiling with that particular swing, and I know it's important to you to like improve your carry number mm-hmm. and to like hit it farther, which is like super beneficial. If if you corrected that or like again to James's point. It wouldn't take very many. Le- I mean, you could take one or two lessons and like a good coach will be able to iron that out for you. And it might feel a little weird, but it's going to feel if weird. you do yeah. if you do that and the, and you correct your path, your I think that your carry number is going to go up like 20 yards. I don't think that that would there be is so much left on the table. Your trajectory and your peak height is so unnecessarily high. Have you seen a drive where it's just that penetrating, yeah, slowly increasing, and it looks like it's going to go forever? That's what you want. You don't want the boom, way up in the fucking air, and then falling out of the sky. Yeah, You lose so much out of that. So, yeah, I mean, it's just a matter of tweaking the swing to kind of... It's path, it's your face, and then it's like your launch angle. Because there's no denying that you, 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 also, that you also launch it high. <laughs> With those three things, I, I mean, because... There, your club head speed is already so high, Rob. Mm-hmm. I mean, one ten mile an hour club head speed. I mean, you could be carrying at two eighty, no problem. At least in my mind, yeah, and no problem. Like I've been teeing it lower, mm-hmm. and it's been helping. But, well, yeah. Again, that's you're kind of compensated. It's more of a band aid, yeah. also, because your driver loft is too high. And like I said, teeing it up high is great yeah. for most people. It's good. It means you can get under it better. But when your loft is so high, you've already realized that. And when you tee it high and get under it, 
it's just going to go ridiculously yeah. like a waste. It's going to go like 260 directly up in there. Mm-hmm. Whereas, well, yeah. Whereas a lot of guys that play golf, I mean, they, they strive to have your club head speed. They work really hard for it. There's lots of program, either programs or training aids that involve swinging a golf club faster, and you already have that. Like 110 club head speed and just like a casual swing is is really high. Mm. So I mean, yeah, if you if you can dial in, just it's really just a few things. The club head fitting, I I do kind of agree with the club champion guy. You can <laughs> <laughs> you just dial in the swing a little bit, and then the last little notch is the cl- the fit, mm-hmm. and then yeah, you're gonna be okay. you're gonna reach your potential real quick, and it's a lot less work than you think, in my opinion. To to expand on that from my perspective, I think I have a decent grasp of like face to to path relationship and kind of how that works. So to watch you over and over again, I know that you're like two tweaks away and they're not the easiest tweaks. Yeah. Path is hard to change. Typically, grip is not so hard. It's uncomfortable, but oh, you can grip. do it. I don't know if I can change the grip. That's insane. It's, <laughs> it's hindering so com- you like it's crazy. It's so comfortable where I, how I hold it now. Dude. The amount of time, how many times have you changed part of your swing and it's uncomfortable, but you got to do it. Like to Rob's point though, like the grip, if you're used to the grip, it's a very, very difficult thing to change. But what I will say you gotta do it. is that any good golf coach will tell you that changing the grip is actually the least invasive thing that they could do for a swing change. It's, That's what it's I'm saying. easily the yeah. least invasive because you could get a lot of coaches Open your hips more, like align yourself this way, or like takes... hold hold the club farther away. I'm telling you, all of those things they feel so much worse than changing the grip because the grip you're you get accustomed to it so fast. Like I've said a hundred times, the f- grip is the fastest way to change like a huge part of your swing, mm-hmm. huge. So like I know for me when I'm hitting like big draws, I know that if I weaken up my grip. I can tighten that up much better. So how quickly, because I understand that relationship. Mm -hmm. And I know that if I'm kind of like pushing it a little bit, I know that a slightly stronger grip will allow me to draw it back in. So that's something that I can change. One tee shot, I'm like, "Mm, that's a little, Yeah, I'm pushing it. I know that I can tighten it up just a little bit. Yeah. So yes, it's a little uncomfortable, but like once you see the results, imagine if you were getting a slight fade back to center every single time. True. Then you look at your grip and you're like, I don't give a fuck what this is like. I just got to make it work. Yeah. I mean, Path is hard to change, but grip is like... It's it's very true what James is saying because I use this strategy a lot too and I think it's really good for us high handicappers is that you can manipulate your face angle with a grip change and, and it's so much easier to do that than to do something with your body instead. And just a, the smallest tweak can result you hitting like 20% more fairways if you're just like willing to make have this slight... It's It's... It's literally a couple of range sessions where it's slightly uncomfortable. Okay. Just mess around. I mean, yeah, mess around. So I know, with it. I know you go generally right down the front. Your thumbs go right down the top and yeah. you do a 10 finger grip, like a a baseball bat. Yeah, baseball bat, yeah. So that's super uncomfortable for you? That's, yeah, that's how I've always Have done you it. tried a stronger grip? Like, where you put your thumbs more towards the back? Like it, would, that? it would be like no. his thumb more under the club. Just more towards, it doesn't have to be like under. I well, just mean his, like well his um his trail hand would be I mean I could. I'm talking about his thumbs because if his thumbs go right down the top that's like a perfectly mm. neutral but if you point your thumbs towards the back no but we just I've never done it like I've never done like a super strong grip like that you don't have to be super strong you just have to be like five degrees stronger on the 
No, never. I don't think I've ever tried it. Here, I, I, I could. I think I have a few good photos that can kind of like elaborate on the grip, and I'll just like throw them in the group chat, and then you can just fuck around with it on the range. Sure. Well, you know, I have a really strong grip. Yeah. I have to, because otherwise I'll hit push slices every yeah. time, and if I, because I know how the mechanics of my swing work, and I know also that. Do you focus on your your bow? I've have and your rec- cup. I have been recently, yeah. Because based on your swing, it looks like you can cup sometimes, which is this. Yeah, I'm trying. Are you working on not cupping? Yeah, I'm trying not to cup it. There's a good drill with the credit card. Yeah, the credit card's a good one. Put a credit card in your in your glove. Put a few. And so if you feel that as you're coming down, the credit card's pushing in to your wrist, that means you're, you're cupping. Okay. But if you don't feel any pressure, that means your wrist... Watch every pro golfer. They're at least... No one ever in the world cups. Except for me. <laughs> well, like, no PGA golfer does that. Very, Some do it's neutral. very, very rare for... There's a few exceptions to the rule, but generally speaking, a large majority of golfers are very, very neutral with their wrist position. I don't yeah. know one golf coach that would tell you to cut. No, yeah, no. That's They're going to tell you neutral or bow yeah. a little yeah. bit. I'm trying to go more neutral. Sure. If yeah. anything. Most but. people, most golfers end up in a neutral position. I have to bow or feel like I'm bowing. Yeah. I don't do the Dustin Johnson. Because like, like, when I'm at the top of my swing, my driver, I have to like remember should, you have to like remember to do that to, yeah basically the whole time i, rem- <laughs> I have hard. to remember to like keep my hand like pull my wrist to that because you want to like, baseball it yeah that's exactly. this feels natural yeah until you look at the club face as you come down like this the club face is like a flop shot exactly and then that which leads is, to <laughs> which is what my issue is. leads to a slice yeah so you can either and again there's two ways to go about this you can change your grip and have a neutral wrist, uh-huh. or you can keep your stock grip how it is and bow on the way down. Yeah. Both will manipulate the club face. The grip you can change in two seconds. It might be uncomfortable. Yeah, bowing is uncomfortable and hard to get used to, but I have to do it. And t- this sounds obvious, but you're not just bowing with this. You're also bowing with this. So like, rather than just feeling like this wrist needs to come down, feel like you're pulling it with this hand also feel like this hand is also doing half the work. Okay. It's much easier. Like, it seems obvious, but like, don't just think of it like neutralizing this. Feel like you're kind of pulling the pulling throttle with your right hand. Okay. And it'll, doing both together, you can end up cranking it. But All if right. you just want to be neutral, I'm try that. A shot. Sweet. What yeah. do you have to lose? Not this much. is like a, a range size. You could just fuck around with all this shit. Yeah. I think so. I mean, quite honestly, yeah. I mean, if you did a lesson, I think that, <laughs> I think that that's probably one. I mean, a good coach, in my opinion, that's going to be one of the first things they're going to evaluate is your grip, and then they're going to look at your wrist position, and then they kind of work from there. So that's why. I mean, I'm sure that's why J- me and James are telling you the same thing, because we probably heard the same things. Yeah, no, I, I believe it. And I mean, it's hard to tell your wrist bow not in camera, because it happens fast. Yeah. But your, you know, what doesn't lie is the ball. Ball don't lie. The the ball. <laughs> I know what the when I see the ball flight, I know exactly what's happening. Yeah. I don't lie. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I haven't done lessons since like elementary school, mm-hmm. so it's been a while since I went through lessons. And I mean, I did them at Lake Forest Golf Course, but mm-hmm. I mean, I'll probably have to venture out, find a coach somewhere. And I don't even think you need a lesson. I'm gonna be honest. I think you could make a huge change in one range. Yeah, I mean, we'll we'll give him... There's nothing wrong with taking a lesson. We'll give him... I think that 
between us giving him like a few photos of like strong grip, weak grip, neutral grip, and like some maybe some video feedback, like literally just tripod iPhone, yeah, and seeing where you're at at the top of your backswing, I think that will give you enough to work with. Well, how about this? How about when we go to Nobogi, we'll do a little range target practice, like yeah. mm-hmm. number game with my swing. Yeah, I already yeah I already know what to tell you. I know. <laughs> We'll try some swing vid, swing vids. We'll send each other swing vids. (laughs) Sweet. Trivia. It's time for Blake's trivia. PGA. Live. Who gives a fuck? Not like seriously, like who gives a fuck? Who knows this shit? Not me and Rob. So today's trivia question is more Ryder Cup. What is the? I fucking swear. Why did you have to kill the Always joke? the Ryder Cup. I, it took every bone in my body not to say what is the final Ryder Cup team because it got announced. But I do. I wrote a different question that I thought that you guys would appreciate today. Okay. Is a multiple choice. Yes. Fuck yeah. Okay. True or false. You guys got a multiple choice. Okay. It's not. That is not true. It's not true or false. Wrong. Multiple choice. Okay. Oh, Quarry, one of our favorite courses. Oh, no. We play from the whites with a slope of 125 and a yardage of 6,028 yards. Sure. What is the slope and yardage from the tips at? Answer A, slope 131, 6,600 yards. Answer B is slope of 134, 6,844 yards. Or C, a slope of... 137 and 7,002 yards. Are these the blues? This would be the tips. So the black? The tips. The black. B. What is the what? I'll give you the multiple choices again. Answer A is slope of 131, 6,600 yards. Answer B is a slope of 134, 6,844 yards. Answer C is a slope of 137 and 7,002 yards. 7,000? You're thinking B? Now I'm thinking C. What was C? Oh C God. is a slope of 137 and 7,002 yards. You think it's 7,000? That seems like a lot. So white. It's just the furthest. How long do you think they made Oak Quarry? Not that long. Like how many total yards do you think is Oak Quarry? 7,000 or 6,800? Probably 68. The B? That was B. That's why I chose B. Also, A is a round number, so I'm suspicious of that one. It was 6,800 flat, I think. 6,600 flat. Yes, that's correct. Flat. Option B. How many yards? 6,844 yards. That's very specific, but obviously you could just pick a super specific number. What was (laughs) 7,002 for C. You guys got to come to a conclusion. I think, was, I think it might be B. I think you're right. I know, but now I'm thinking C. So what is it from the whites you said? From where we play? <laughs> that was <laughs> that, the, the whites that we typically play is a slope of 125 and a yardage of 6,028 yards. Oh. Let's do B. B? Yeah. B, lock it in. B. Oof. It's, the answer is C. Damn it. 7,002 yards with a slope of 137. It's the reason why I came up with this question is because when we were last there, we saw dudes playing the tips 
And I was like, oh man, I wonder how, if they realize like how how far that the chips 7, are. What's the average PGA like seventy five hundred or something like that? Uh, most PGA courses are uh, have a slope of one forty four, and it's typically like seventy two hundred. It's usually mm-hmm. between like seven thousand and seventy four. Okay. Most of the time, it's like somewhere in that, but the slope is usually like one forty four. Wow. Yeah. It hard. It's super hard. Man. That's far. Super far. What was Wigwam that we played? I think Wigwam was like 7K from the tees that we so played. Long. Dude, we were <laughs> nuking shots. Remember on oh. hole one, we had like a four iron on our third shot or something? Probably all missed the green, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> all missed the green. We were fighting for par. Dude, we were. That was a yeah, par, the par bo- train was real. We Did we shoot a 73 or something? We bogeyed though? one. It was bad. It felt I think so we long. shot like one or it was, was one it on the over. back that we shot two over but on the front we shot like one under i think i think so we no, net we one up, over we ended up yeah. going we, i think we were ended up one over each side total, right we ended up we ended one over i right? thought it was just one over total, total like a 73 I think, one over. Mm, I think i don't know if we got a second birdie but i know we we birdied um we birdied we a birdied three fighting for our life. yeah, <laughs> yeah. We bort we birdied like the shortest par four. <laughs> well, you got to it was like three eighty. <laughs> you have to remember one of the holes we had to hit over like the rock wall to get back onto the green because we were just off of it. Mm. I don't remember. I just remember we were fighting a lightning storm, rainstorm <laughs> at the same time. Dude, that was actually such a fun <laughs> round of golf. I loved it. it was. I love when we scramble. I think it's so much fun to yeah. scramble. Yeah, it is fun to scramble. It's really fun. It's a totally different game, different strategy. Have you guys played Wolf? Wolf Creek or just Wolf? The game Wolf. No. Oh, I've heard. It's kind of like, um, it's almost like a skins version, but it's like a points, like nine points. Winner gets, you know, for, it's like first, second, third place. Oh, wait. No, no, no. I know Wolf. I, I, I forget like the rules, Like you play with though. four it's, guys and yeah. three, the first three guys tee off and the Wolf can either decide if he joins one of those guys Ooh. or if he can play Lone Wolf to try and beat everybody. That's actually really cool. And then that wolf alternates every time. So okay. like if three people hit dog ass drives, before you tee off your fourth, you go, I'm gonna go alone or whatever, and then yeah. you can decide. But if you join the you know, if you join player number two, I think you both score if you beat yeah. everyone. That's a cool game. So it's like an alternating team. It sounds like fun. It was it wasn't explained very well to me, but we me and Tyler played San Juan Hills recently and these two dudes they they wanted to play Wolf. Mm-hmm. And I, I was like, I've never played before, but they were explaining it so poorly because <laughs> I don't know, James, maybe do you know how, if the rules are different than what I'm about to say, but... I looked it up this morning. <laughs> but they said that... I don't really remember. You have to... The wolf has to make a decision before everybody tees off. Oh. That's I how it was, these guys were doing oh, it. I thought it was... So, again, this is very limited understanding. I thought... Is that a sleeper notification? Because I just got one? Yeah. <laughs> what? I thought it was... <laughs> I thought it was... I thought I read that, you know, assuming it's a group of four, the first three tee off. And then before the fourth guy, the wolf, before he tees off, he can choose, I'm going to play by myself and hit a drive, or I'm going to join player two and play pick up from there. That's what I thought. But Interesting. I don't know. I think that would be fun. Or just like even like, yeah, like skins or whatever. There's there's some games that we, we honestly should do. We should we're start playing, playing more th- games while we're out there. Or play it. Yeah. Or at least try that on like three holes where we yeah. alternate. We can each try being the wolf or whatever. Yeah. What do we have to lose? But I mean, I just love us when we scramble. I think yeah, that's a ton of fun. fun. Yeah. I love the strategy of the the team scramble. Yeah, no, I I enjoy the scrambles too. I think it um, it's so much I fun. think we 
we play quicker, but like also, I just love the team aspect of it. I just think it's fun. I love all of us strategizing. Like, I'm a live guy. Team golf. (laughs) (laughs) For the people. Yeah, no, the wolf is a good one, but even like, you know, I I don't know what the game is called, but it's like where there's nine points awarded on each hole. The winner takes five, second takes like, you know, if the. If somebody makes par and the other two make bogey, then they split the remaining four points. So it would be like five points to the winner, two points for the other two guys. But um, no idea. I'm lost. Yeah, Um, or just straight up skins. I mean, it's kind of the same thing. Except it's just they carry over. I think is the difference. Hmm. The points or the skins. Yeah. After the first three golfers hit their tee shot, the final player, the wolf, decides whether to add a player to their team. Or they can go solo. Ah, see, that's, yeah. If, I, they're, if they declare solo, then they, they're confident that they can beat the other three players. Because he just watched them tee off. If those three guys hit dog shit off and you're feeling somewhat confident, then you can play by yourself. So basically, part three, I think everyone, everyone should be by themselves on part three. You can decide. Really? So it is, it is every hole and he gets to watch everybody tee off. See, that's but how the, I the thought The wolf that. alternates. Yeah. So, you know, we're all one, two, three, and four. Yeah. So, first one starts with number one, and then he moves to the back. But it sounds like fun. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be no, down. Let's try I'd, it. I'd if be... a solo wolf wins and beats the other three, they get four points. If a wolf adds a player to his group and they win, they each get two points. Oh. So, they split the points. If the wolf adds a player and the other team wins, adds a player, they each get three points. If the lone wolf loses, each three players get one point. So it's everyone versus the wolf unless he decides to join your team or something. Yeah. But it sounds like fun. You can just pick and choose yeah. a team. I'm down. We should give it a shot. Be fun with four. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. For sure four. I mean, you could do it with three, too. It's no big deal. Hopefully someone out there has played this game before and wants to join <laughs> School us. School us. I'm sure Kelby's played this. <laughs> oh, my God. A thousand times. <laughs> Kelby's like, I don't need to see you guys. Yeah, I'll be the <laughs> I'll be the wolf. Yeah, I'm going to go alone on this one. <laughs> Hey, you want to share the points on this? Nah, just kidding. <laughs> Unless the par three poppy comes out. Oh, par three pop. It ain't me based on the last scorecard. <laughs> yeah. Struggling on those P3s. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's all good, though. Rob? What's up? Rob? You got a movie thing? Yeah, I do. Acting brand new. What? All right. This week, Ooh. we have an actress. Oh, scandalous. Oh, yeah. Woo. Melissa McCarthy. Wow. Is that the bridesmaids chick? I was literally about to say, okay, bridesmaids, uh, and bridesmaids. <laughs> she's, she's like the fat girl in bridesmaids, right? Oh, hell, whoa. She's a BBW. She thick. But she's like funny though, right? Yeah. Oh wait, yeah, she's, she's here. I want to make sure. I need to look it up because I can't. I was about to say I need to. I need to look up this McCarthy movies. Melissa, Melissa McCarthy. Yeah, she's who I thought she was. Yeah. Oh boy. All right, movies specifically. I've seen one of these. Hmm. Well, I can see this one. She's in The Hangover? (laughs) Identity Thief? That movie's fucking annoying as fuck. And and Charlie's Angels? That's interesting. Okay, I'm going to have to go Bridesmaids, and then that's all all I got. (laughs) Yeah, I was about to say, dude. You guys haven't watched The Heat? No. With Sandra Bullock? No. Bullock? (laughs) 
Or I like s- Sandra Bullock. Or Spy. No. Oh my gosh. Spy. Dude, these are some. The Spy. I'm not gonna lie. They, these are some mid movies for sure. Jason Statham. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I, I'd give her Bridesmaids. I'd be willing to throw on the That's list for Bridesmaids. Movie. Bridesmaids but... is on my list. I have The Heat, Spy, and Bridesmaids. What's number one? The um, Heat, I think, was... What the fuck is I The Heat, I think I've dude? seen it. I, I think I've seen it, and that would be whatever. I mean, that would be my two slot. The Spy, I haven't seen. Tammy, I haven't seen. Identity Thief, I think I've maybe seen, but I don't remember it. But all these other movies are booty cheeks. Uh-uh. I, I like Sandra Bullock. I feel like, okay, for me, The Heat is more of... It reminds me of like, the other guys. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's yeah, more yeah. of that same cop kind duo of, comedy. Yeah, exactly. Other guys is un- unbelievable yeah. movie. I mean, so yeah, my one and two slots are bridesmaids, and then three I'll give her the heat. What was your two? Bridesmaids. <laughs> what was your one? Bridesmaids. bridesmaids. <laughs> <laughs> you guys didn't pick up on that. You one. like it that much? <laughs> bridesmaids is a. It's pretty good. Pretty good movie. No, yeah, it was good. I mean, thumbs up. Yeah. Definitely, good movie. Hundred percent. Melissa, I like McCoy. when they go. Like, when they go eat African food and then she has diarrhea in the dress. <laughs> I love that part. Yeah, no, it's a classic scene. <laughs> she's sweating and she's like, "You didn't, you know, you're not feeling sick from that." And she's like, "No." <laughs> she's like ghost white, sweating her ass. <laughs> you didn't get sick from that Ethiopian food. No. Do you know Ethiopians eat like raw meat and shit? No. And like drink like the animal's blood. No. No. Oh. You're going Nat Geo on us, huh? Yeah, I remember yeah. an episode my grandpa was watching. I walked in and I was like, whoa. Of what, Wild Boys? <laughs> <laughs> no. I used to love that show. Pontius? Would you rather? Yeah. Hit us. Ten minutes. Hit us. So this one, this stemmed from a, a couple videos I saw on YouTube of how many shots will it take to get up hole-in-one? Oh, my gosh. So, oh, boy. 140 yards. Uh huh. 140. 140 to the center of the green, flat. How many shots do you think it will take you? Probably like a large bucket. <laughs> oh yeah. Because <laughs> because this guy he did it, and he has a number. So I'm curious how many you guys think it would take you. He's not, he wasn't a very good golfer, but obviously like you hit a hundred balls from 140. Is this the guy who you did learned on a lot. sim? No. Uh, I watched life. one where the guy did it on a simulator. I feel like that doesn't count. Yeah, I know it doesn't count, but he... You know in Korea, that shit's super popular? Sim golf? That's like a yeah. sport. It's like treated like a sport. Do anyways. they have actual golf courses out there? Yeah. Oh. Golf is growing in Asia a lot. Nice. So, 140 yards. How many How shots many do you shots think it will take Do you? I think it would take me? P3. Like it's so hard to say. Yeah, my mind gravitated to that number, Give me Rob. A number. A thousand? I'll probably say a, a thousand. A thousand feels like achievable. I think after a thousand balls, <laughs> one of them is bound to go in. That's not even the odds. Yeah, the odds are like one in 25 or something like that. Thousand. Yeah, but I think that, I mean, if we're talking like no win, just like a normal par three. Like middle pin, but like given 140. how tired you're gonna get by like ball fifty, and how mentally defeated you're gonna be, yeah, 
Like, I mean, like, yeah, it could be like a oh, year long thing. Like you have this many shots to get it in. Like you're not going to do it. The, 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 the thing of these videos was they didn't leave until they got the hole in one. Wow. So sleep on the course. Did he do, tent. It, did he do it in a day? I shouldn't say. I'm still sticking with a thousand. Thousand? Yeah. I mean, it's like, it's now you got me thinking it's more. Are we guessing this dude's number? No, I want you to guess how many. I just want to see if you're in touch with reality somewhat or if you're just, you could do it in one. Give me, give me 2000. Give me 2000. Rob? I'm sticking with a thousand. <laughs> okay. It took him 2300 shots. Jesus. Damn. And three or four days. Wow. The craziest part, he hit the, the he hit the hole in one, his first shot of like day three or day four. That's just woke up, hit crazy. one shot, and went in. No way. That's so sick. How crazy is that? I mean, like, we weren't too far off. Like, then again, like, I don't know how this guy plays his game. He wasn't like, very good, but again, like, you hit 100 in a row at 140. You're going to understand. You're going to learn a lot yeah. about 140 center pin. Nine. Start with like an easy nine, and then throughout the day, once you start getting tired, club up. Now I'd probably start with an easy, with the easy eight. I'd start with like an easy. I'd start with degree. a hard ass P. No, I start <laughs> with like an easy fifty degree. I'd start crushing P off the T, and then get tired, and then I'll go just, to nine. Yeah, thin my sixty every. I <laughs> <laughs> think that'll roll out. Twenty three hundred. Twenty three hundred shots. Crazy. Hundred forty yards. I watched another guy do it. He just left. He gave up. I think it, he did two days yeah. and he just gave up. Well, so His hands are to, all fucked up. Like, you have yeah. to find the courses that's going to allow you to like yeah. be there. I think there were courses that they were like working on sections and they're like, yeah, you can just hit off this part. And the the green gets so fucked up. The 140, right? It's just plopping uh, over yeah. and over and over and over again. I never really thought about that. Yeah. So he would, you know, he would hit like four large buckets and then go to the green, scoop them all up. Repair because you want it to roll correctly. Yeah. So you'd have to sit there and repair and it left? all. This is one that left. Yeah, he gave up after yeah, like two days. After two. Yeah. <laughs> after all that work. All yeah. That shit. Unless like you have like money and like you have a little part three in your your backyard. Like I don't even want to work towards this. I don't want to work towards this at all. I have no desire to get a hole in one this badly. I'd rather do it on the sim. I'd rather do it just randomly in real life. It'd be yeah. really cool. Otherwise, I'm not working towards it. If I'm, I can stuff I'm it, totally with James. Like the only if it comes, it comes. The only hole in one I ever want is like actually playing golf on a golf course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it'd be cool. that would be really on, fun. Hopefully, it's on video. It's not gonna be on video. We never film. We never film part threes. We're True. gonna get there eventually. Maybe. I'd prefer to have it on film. Yeah, because yeah, no one's gonna believe us. <laughs> <laughs> well, if we have witnesses. I love when we joke around that. Hey, check the check the hole. Is it in the? <laughs> we totally missed the green. <laughs> Is it in the hole? <laughs> no, didn't think so. Nope. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um. So Max sent a couple in. He sent Ooh, me. Thanks for the email. Wyds. Who would win? It's Wyr. Fair enough. Who would win in a fight, Remy? From Ratatouille or Stuart Little? Ooh. Obvious answer. Dude, give me Remy. No, Stuart Little. You're crazy. Dude, Remy you're, you're is... wild. <laughs> yeah, Rob, you're wild for that. Stuart Little is like a nerd. He's like, and he's also like a kid. To, right? I was about to say, Remy grew up in the hood, dog. Of France. Like, he was in the sewers, like grinding. And yeah, Stuart Little, I mean, dude. Jack he guys... was an orphan. He's got that orphan dog in him, though. <laughs> hey, he, he fought off a hawk, all right? Or an eagle. A what? 
<laughs> you heard me. I'm not gonna oh, a hawk. Okay. He fell off a hawk. I think he, he like beat one up, didn't he? Like fight. No one? way. I'm all right. Uh, yeah, no, I'm going Remy. Remy. Yeah, dude. Remy give, Scrappy. Give, give me Remy in the fourth. And this is a bare knuckle. No weapons. Lawless. No rounds. Just to the death. I'm going Remy. They can use their teeth. <laughs> you changing your answer? No. Stuart Little? Sure. Lock in Remy. The answer is Remy. Forever. The answer is Remy all day. He's also like a grown rat. I feel like Stuart Little is like a kid, right? Can't be thirty going to school. How many years are in rat years compared to human uh, years? No. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay, the best lunchable. Oh, for real? And treat? Yeah, I want to know your. You're not a lunchable guy. You're too bougie for that, huh? You had charcuterie. <laughs> I only eat manchango and salami and and, and pristine. All right, give me the lunchables and, like unloaded. Whoa. The turkey sub. Oh, dude, that is so foul, dude. That's disgusting. With I the mean, Capri Sun? What, what Capri Sun? Mountain cooler? No, usually it's like a water bottle, like a little like Kool-Aid. Oh, uh, okay. What What's the candy? Uh, it's Airhead. What flavor? Mystery? Whatever the fucking comes in the box. I don't know. I just want to know your ideal Lunchable. Either that or pizza. Those are my two my Pizza? Two yeah. Oh, dude, so bad. <laughs> What, what do you get? The fucking chicken nuggets? Those are gross. Dude, nachos? The nachos I, are the worst. I refuse. <laughs> I, I am not participating in this question. I will not eat Lunchables. No I chance. am a big fan of the turkey. The basic? Yeah. Turkey and cheese. Just a board. cracker. <laughs> but you get the one. vanilla Oreo that comes in it. It's not even a real Oreo. It's just a fucking <laughs> vanilla clen <laughs> cookie. It shit slaps. When it's refrigerated, that shit is so fucking dank. I like the pizzas. Pizza with the little stick that you smear the. You don't do the stick anymore. No, kids be choking on. No, you gotta use your finger now. I think I could have sworn it came with a stick. It did. It did when we were little. It came with the stick. Or am I thinking of that cheese? There's there's a cost associated with that wooden stick. They don't want. I think to it was pay plastic. Do you guys so. remember the dessert lunchables that they had back in the day? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Dude, so gross, dude. I'm, I'm no. <laughs> You'll fuck up an uncrustable though, right? Yeah. How many Uncrustables could you eat right now? <laughs> How many Uncrustables could I eat right now? Am I famished? Do you not have any here? Dude, I think I could eat a 12-pack. I think I was about <laughs> to say, I could definitely bust through a box of them hoes. Well, a box is like four. I was about to say, yeah. But I like, can crush I two. Could, like a Costco box? Yeah. Give me the strawberry Uncrustables. Oh, yeah. Either way, I'll lock I it I like in. grape, but you know me. You're weird. Yeah, you're a weirdo. I'll eat strawberry. I prefer grape. Weird. Was that weird? That's not. It's not that weird. Grape is a bottom tier jelly. Fight me. You're probably like an apricot guy. I'm. Huh? I am a strawberry till I die. Yeah. I love strawberry too. Till I die. I just prefer grape. I love strawberry. That's my number two. Wow, your number one is grape. If we're talking strictly uncrustables, <laughs> yes. So like, you go. You go to brunch. You get toast. Like they got grape jam. They got strawberry jam. Like you're telling me. That's you're a going, really good question. You're going grape. Mm. I feel like strawberry is more natural. It has nothing to do with that. It has everything <laughs> to do with the flavor profile. That's a really good question. If I had two pieces of toast, it's one of each. That's how like close they are. <laughs> are you lathering up the grape a little bit more or the strawberry a little bit more? <laughs> Which one am I eating millisecond faster? Because it tastes... <laughs> <laughs> 
Whichever one, whichever piece of sourdough has more butter on it is the one that I'm crushing faster. Sourdough's a good choice. Sure sourdough good choice. coated in butter. Yeah. Probably going grape. Grape. <laughs> All right. For Nots, consistency. What, what brand? Jelly. Smuckers. Whatever the Smuckers? fuck the yeah. table's got. I whatever the little. I don't care. I don't <laughs> care about the brand either. Smuckers or Knotts? Knotts berry. I don't think I've ever had knots. You know the you remember the peanut butter and jelly that's mixed into one container? Nah, uh-uh. No, nope, that don't do it for this it's guy. Called like goobers or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's called it's called doofus. <laughs> do you guys ever have like the different colored ketchups, like purple or green? That's no. disgusting. Up, you didn't the Heinz purple ketchup. Dude, what kind of I was. did you have? I wish to spray on butter. Do you guys remember? I can't that? believe it's not butter. Yeah. Yeah, I had that. Did you did your school have like No, this was the neighbors across the street. No, well, they I, was, were white. I was gonna say, did your school celebrate like um, Dr. Susan anyway? Because like I remember in elementary school, my my school did like literally they put like food coloring and they made green eggs, like for green eggs and ham. Mm-mm. I don't think my school did that. I'm pretty sure like the teachers were like, oh, we can do it, and I'm like, no. Yeah, I, I saw that. that and I was like, that looks absolutely disgusting. I will, I will not eat that green eggs. I will not eat my green. However, <laughs> 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 it goes. Same. But if you put some grape jelly on that, be. <laughs> Mm, okay so those two are from max um shout out max (laughs) okay um would you rather have pants that are one size too small or shoes that are four sizes too big shoes that are four sizes too big lock it in shoes have shoelaces there's ways to tighten it. <laughs> you think they're gonna? I don't care if I look like a literal clown. I refuse, to refuse to wear pants that are a size too small. I'm j- if I'm Give pan- me the pants, pants once I- I'm uncomfortable for every hour, yes. every minute of the no day. shot, dude. Give me them Ronald McDonald feet. Lock it in. At least with the clown shoes, when I'm sitting down, I can't tell. But when I'm walking, is when it's like I got uh, flippers on or whatever. It's like you got like scuba gear, yeah. You're going pants? You also It's you, so uncomfortable. You said that you're you're doing pants, Rob? I might have to do pants. It's so unbelievably uncomfortable. You're dude, please please reason with me. Please. You're wearing a belt too? All you're right. cinching it extra tight. No. You guys are obviously like I feel like I have a bigger shoe size than you guys. You don't want to go any dude, bigger? Dude, what, what do you mean? What what do you wear a 12, dude? What do you what do you <laughs> yeah, 13? You're so big it's like just dude, a 12? 12 is <laughs> Dude, that's that what falls I'm in the normal range. Like, of... I was about to say twelve is like a normal ass shoe well, I thought size. Like a size ten. No. I'm a ten and a half. Yeah, 11. I'm a ten and a half. Yeah, very average. Dude, I was about you're to say like, four inches. I don't right? think that's how that works. Yeah, you're, he's saying, I actually you're don't saying know. four shoe sizes, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like a 14, 14, 14 and a half, like whatever. Like well, I guess those would be half sizes, but yeah, but I mean, call it a fourteen, whatever. I mean. I'd way rather wear a size 14 shoe than have pants. Dude, like... You want to golf in a size 14 shoe? 100%. I'm not, I am not wearing pants that are one size too small. No shot. I'm never comfortable if I'm wearing no pants. No shot. That are, That's what I'm saying. Rob, what is your reason? All day I'm just like, just uncomfortable. I love it. His reasoning was, well, my feet are already big. I already wear size 12. <laughs> you, you small boys would know. <laughs> Dude, size 12 is totally normal. It's above like 13 where shoe sizes get yeah, limited. Exactly. Trust me. All right, whatever, dude. I'm taking the pants. Fuck off. Wow. Dude, are you wearing them like below your ass cheeks? Are you, you got to button them and zip them all the way up. You can't be doing the fucking... <sighs> you can't be letting the button out. Fuck. They're buttoned, shoes. <laughs> zipped up. 
That was quick. Disappointed. They, just might not, they might not button. They're going to button, but it's going to be really uncomfortable. <laughs> like literally, just barely about to button. All right, let's like you're, you're standing in the you're go, sucking it. <laughs> All right, give me the give me the shoes. And you let go, and you're like, oh. <laughs> and anytime you sit down, you're like, mm. all right, you missed that 16 shoe. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> so at least those don't hurt, dude. This is not uncomfortable. You are so wild for picking the pants. Whatever. So wild. Is it? It's because your feet are already big. That's kind of the justification. I just don't. He's like, I don't want. I don't, look, I don't, I don't want to look like Ronald McDonald. <laughs> I mean, it, yeah, maybe it'd be different if they were like eight sizes too big. Then it could be really obvious. It, I'm wearing shoes that are 10 sizes <laughs> too big. I Let me ask, at what size <laughs> would you have to take? Shack size shoes? Would you wear shack shoes or would you wear or wear pants that are too small? <laughs> what is he like? He's a size of what, 22? 23 e? or something like yeah. that. <laughs> How do you even wear I, it? I think, I think any more than can double Can you stuff like my extra shoe socks size. in there to like make it feel sure. nicer? Sure. I can do it. Oh, fuck it. Yeah, I'm taking the shoes then. Go ahead. I'm going to fit another shoe Dude, in there. Give me, si- <laughs> give me size 36. <laughs> like, I do not care. Oh, shit. Versus pants one size. <laughs> I would hate that. It's the that. right answer, though. Yeah, the I would shoes. Hate that the shoes are the right answer. <laughs> you can share whatever you want in those shoes. That's so funny, though, to see you walking around with fucking shack shoes. Okay, <laughs> one more. Would you rather eat one raw onion or a hundred candy bars in one sitting? Like a standard size candy bar. A hundred candy bars? It's not bars? a king size. Yeah, it's just... Is it like your favorite candy or... It's have? assorted. Like whatever, like Hershey, Snickers, Twig, doesn't matter. Like just it's one. It's assorted. Yeah. Well, it's, oh, it's assorted. It's, there's variety. It, it is one sitting. A hundred? You're going to feel so fucking shitty. <laughs> a raw onion? Or one raw... Like an apple. You know, like, got to eat it like an apple. <laughs> <laughs> ASMR channel. And you can't do anything else until you finish either. So you got to go onion. I want to say candy, but I just, I, Could think, you, I think the onion is probably the logical choice. A hundred candy bars is going to be like 20,000 calories of, you're just going to, you're going to feel like so disgusting. You can't fit, well, my point was that you can't get up until you've finished. So either you can finish the onion, get up and the rest of your life continues. Yeah. Or you sit your ass down. And finish a hundred candy bars. I it could take you a week, that, but you can't get up. You're shitting can, yourself. That candy bar de- count has to be a, a little bit lower for me to consider. I think it's onion for sure. Seventy candy bars. <laughs> I'm no, still eating onion. <laughs> yeah, no. I I think the I think the the number that you're looking for forty. I think it's like yeah, it's like forty or f- <laughs> like forty or fifty candy bars. And I would I would you at least I would fi- at least think about it. I would think about it. I'm still probably still not picking it. But at least at least you've piqued my interest. A hundred candy bars, you're gonna that's you're gonna feel so disgusting after even after eating like twenty candy bars. Dude, the first two are gonna hit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. First two, you're picking like your two favorite, you're like, yeah. Twix. After that starts slowing down. Okay. Teeth are gonna twenty five candy bars. Ooh. I still might take that. (laughs) I'll do the candy. 
25 candy bars? Sure. 25 king size. <laughs> oh, that's only 5,000 calories. 25 candy bars? Yeah. I could definitely eat 5,000 calories. Uh, five times that, right? Four times that. Dude, just think about all of, think of all of that sugar that you will have consumed. You're probably just going to... You're going to feel you're gonna so, you're probably be so uncomfortable. Actually, I'm going to take the onion. You're going to feel shitty for like... 24 hours and you're gonna diarrhea. Well, onions gonna be easy. Yeah, the candy's gonna. I don't know what the onion's gonna do to my body. No, they'll. You won't have the same effect. After that onion, I'm gonna be like, "Mm, come give me a kiss, babe. (laughs) It's gonna burn my mouth. That's. No, the candy's gonna do more damage to your body than the onion will. Your sugar level is going to spike way too high. Yeah, but you have a pancreas. I think we're... Yeah, that's why it That's why it works. Do you, there's people out there that enjoy eating raw onion, right? Like, just like an apple? There there's got to be some psychopaths out there. Because, I mean, there's my strange addiction. People eat, like, a gallon of tartar sauce every what, day. What do they eat in holes? Are those, are those onions in they holes? They were covered in jam or something like that. Right. You know the difference between jam and jelly? <laughs> Doesn't have, like, preserve... Uh, there's some... Oh, we went over this. I just heard this other day. <laughs> You're not, is I it, can't tell you my dick it, up your ass. <laughs> <laughs> you never heard that before? No, I'm not gay. That's why. <laughs> Whoa. I can't believe you didn't see that one coming. Dude, this, these are times where no, I wish I we had... for that. These are times where I wish we had a soundboard. And we hit, hit them with a little soundboard action there. Oh, we'll have a surprise coming up. Fuck. You didn't see that one no, coming? You never heard I, that before? I, I've jelly never heard my like, dick yeah, I can't jam, like, I've, I can jam my dick up your ass. I've You've heard never that. Heard that? No. Damn. I, I mean, I knew it was a decent nuts show because I'm on high alert since I fall for these hoes <laughs> all the time. Damn. Mind Goblin? Okay. 25 candy bars? Sure. I think I'll take the candy bars. At, At 25? 25? Yeah, yeah. the candy bars. Really? 35. Onion. Onion. Dude, I think, dude, twenty five candy bars. It's only five thousand calories. You're gonna feel dog shit either I think, way. I think after, I think after ten, you're gonna be like, oh, like this is achievable. You probably but it get hasn't like that set motivation, in but it hasn't. The feeling hasn't set in yet. I bet I'm if like, it's yeah. chocolate feeling, chips, you change your mind. Yeah, apparently you. I mean, if you told me that they were like only, only what's your favorite? Okay. The thing is about the the thing with the candy bar if it's is a that Twix. is that if, if you get candy. like those gooey candy bars, like the Snickers and like even like Reese's or or just it's not a bar. You get what I mean, though, that, like, even, like, the Musketeers, like, you get, like, the th- like the thick, caramely ones. Oh, my God. They taste so good, though. Your mouth is going to feel like it's just coated with rubber. It's going to feel uh, gross. What's your favorite candy bar? Probably Hershey's. Cookies and cream? Yeah. Could you eat 30 of them? No. I'm over after two. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, favorite candy bar? 30 like of Twigs. them? I love Twix. Twix or Kit Kat? Twix or Twix Kit Kat is I like Twix. First off, Kit Kat. Kit Kat, I've never, yeah. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Loki, man. This is gross. <laughs> You've been feeling some type of way since that jam jelly joke. <laughs> Three musketeers. Oh, In your ass. <laughs> <laughs> You're so fucking gay. Butterfinger, that shit's ass. Milky Way, Payday. I don't I like, like Milky I don't Way. like most of those. Milky Way is, Milky Way is a, actually pretty Milk, good. Milky Way is a Snickers out the nuts. Yeah. These nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Hundred grand is dank, underrated. Never had it. What about Toblerone? That's so classy. That's so like bougie. It's pretty good though. Yeah. It's good. That's good. <laughs> I was about to say, you eating them? You sucking it? <laughs> <laughs> For hundred grand. <laughs> All right. Should we wrap it up, boys? Sure. Uh, all right. Let's wrap it up. 
If you guys enjoyed this podcast, go ahead and send us an email. We'd love to hear your would you rather's at the bogey boys with a Z at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Or if you want to interact with us on our Instagram profile, Rob. Back nine golf. How do you spell that, Rob? <laughs> For the listeners. J A M. B A C C nine golf. All right. Interact with our page. <laughs> this has been the Bogey Boys. Blake Ross, Rob James, signing off. See you guys next time. Peace. Peace.